Hey guys, Kath here. So this episode you're about to hear about Caroline Calloway was initially just going to be one episode, but we ended up recording for two whole hours. So we decided to break it into Caroline Calloway part two and Caroline Calloway part three. What you're about to hear is part two. Um, Part one is free as well, but part three will be accessible on our Patreon for Patreon subscribers only. So if you're interested in hearing the end of the Caroline Calloway saga, check out patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal. We have two donation tiers, and if you pledge there, you will get two Patreon-only episodes a month from us. So check it out and uh, enjoy episode two coming up now. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lie, Cheat, and Steal, the podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. I'm your host, Pat Royce. With me, as always, my co-host, Kath Barbadoro. Hi, Pat. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm coming in uh, hot off my birthday weekend. Um, yeah. Yeah, just <laughs> made it made it out in one piece, so that was pretty. I was wondering how like Tom Waitsy your voice would be today, knowing it was the <laughs> Monday after your birthday weekend. But you sound pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I call I yesterday I I kind of called it early. And I just yeah I I, I have recouped since because the the party good. was the, the party was Friday. Today is Monday, so okay. Yeah, you yeah. had a little time. Yeah, I had a little time. We did do. Um, I did Altercation Comedy Festival this this weekend, and that was so much fun. Like Vanilla, Vanilla Presley did the um, the music uh, portion, like the musical comedy part. That's and awesome. The bands that they pulled in there like uh, were just amazing, and it was just yeah, really really fun. And then um, yeah, then Sunday I just holed up at the house and didn't do anything and re- recovered because it was a wild weekend. <laughs> but nice, yeah. Well, uh, this is in 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 league with the podcast uh, spirit. On my birthday, we ended up. Uh, shooting uh, dice outside of mugshots all night, nice. and I won eighty bucks off of a dollar. Hey! Yeah, off a dollar buy-in. That's <laughs> uh, awesome! Congratulations! Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I, for those who don't know, <laughs> for some reason, dice has a large uh, popularity in the Austin comedy scene. Like <laughs> we, uh, mugshots is that- very. It's very accommodating. They just ask that we don't put the money on the grounds. We have to keep it oh, in our hands. Oh, that's very kind. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That. Thank you for being considerate to mugshots. They will allow you to keep playing that relatedly. So I was just in Los Angeles and I saw um, some of our old Austin friends. I was hanging out with Aaron Brooks and Sara June and Ryan County. And uh, we, we went over, we drove to this pizza place and uh, Aaron was driving and he, he like, it was this like food truck in a, in a kind of a shady parking lot and he pulls all the way into the parking lot to like the back corner of the lot where all these dudes are sitting on milk crates playing dice. And Aaron just blasts them with his headlights. And we're like, dude, what are you doing? Like, these guys probably think you're the cops or yeah, something. Right. We were like, we were just making fun of him the rest of the night that he just like, ran up on a dice game in a parking lot. Yeah, they're um, all, all split in opposite directions. Like, right, exactly. Yeah, we were talking about them all parkouring away because yeah. they thought it was the cops. Oh, yeah, man. dice. Yeah, D- dice is it's so it. it's so much fun. We in what's it's it's fun, but also kind of like I, I know he fucked up, but like uh, like there was like other comics and like uh, this 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 um, newer comic here in Austin is uh, this chick Candace. 
who I don't think has ever gambled in her entire life. She like <laughs> wandered up to the counter. She's like, "What are you guys doing?" And we explained her the very simple rules of CeeLo, and like she was in. <laughs> oh my God, you're corrupt, a corrupting influence. <laughs> yeah, I need to stop hanging out with these younger comics, man. <laughs> okay, um, but uh, you know, speaking of <laughs> corrupting influences, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, it sounded good. It sounded good. We'll go with it. Uh, yeah, so we're doing uh, the much-anticipated part two of our Caroline Calloway episode part today. Two, part explosion two, explosion sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we did um, Caroline Calloway Origins last time, and uh, thank you to everybody who listened. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we, to, to sort of catch you up to speed, that episode's about an hour, it basically... She got famous, this woman, Caroline Calloway, she got famous because she was an American going to Cambridge and she was posting a lot of kind of fairy tale-ish um, Instagram uh, posts yeah. about her time there. She got a lot of followers. She got a book deal. Then she failed to follow through on the book deal and uh, tried to spin that into like a tale of empowerment. So that's kind of where we left <laughs> off. But, yo, and I got to say, she has changed my life. This last month, I've been spinning... All of my shortcomings in the tales of empowerment. Uh, like, <laughs> just started a new job. It's at a really nice restaurant. If if I space and don't remember the menu, and the chef is like, "Hey, what the hell?" I'm like, "Hey, listen, buddy, this is my journey." Okay, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's all just about your own personal journey. Um, yeah. that's what I've learned from Caroline Calloway. Yeah, I, so I, I had to tell him I was like, "Hey, your memories are not your own, bud. They're mine too." <laughs> exactly. You don't have sole custody over your memories. Yeah. <laughs> um, her famous quote. Yeah. So, yeah. So the, well, the last time we recorded, it was it actually was the day that the cut piece about her came out. It was we recorded like hours before it came out. Yeah. Uh, so this second part can now incorporate some of that, although I still wrote most of it before it came out. So it'll give you sort of the background. Um, and then I can sort of speak extemporaneously about all this current stuff because I am, you know, still stalking her Instagram constantly. Yeah. Now that she's on my so, radar, I just I see her mentioned and, and, and catch references to her more. And uh, yeah. I, God, I don't know why this is in my head. Uh, I guess her friends came to hang out at her house the other night and that made it on Instagram somehow. And um, mm -hmm. I don't know what the point of it was, but yeah, just due to this wonderful world we live in, I know that Caroline Calloway had her friends over the other night. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. She uh, She's definitely captured a very specific slice of the world by storm, and that specific slice is... Uh, other white people who work in media pretty much like that's who cares about this so like i totally get if you're listening to this and you're like this is some like mediocre white woman bullshit i totally get it yeah, yeah. i respect you you can turn it off like no harm no foul yeah but yeah. as a mediocre white woman i am captivated by this story so i'm sorry uh so yeah um what I'm about to get into now is kind of the reason that anybody knows who she is. So everything prior to this episode, to me, was backstory. That was yeah. before I had ever heard of her. Um, the thing that she sort of became known to known for uh, happened in January of this year, of 2019. And um, so where we left off, she was sort of spinning her wheels because she had just lost this big book deal. Um, she lived in a very expensive New York City apartment. Um, and she didn't want to get a nine to five, you know, she yeah. didn't want to be one of the normal people. So <laughs> she, she's trying to like figure out what to do. She still has a lot of Instagram followers. Um, and this is where she sort of comes up with her big idea that gets her in the news. 
And uh, that idea is um, her decision to offer a, quote, creativity workshop to her fans. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you know, that, that thing that you can, uh, you know, totally learn, I guess. <laughs> right. That you can, first of all, the thing you can teach other people. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. second of all, that she is certainly very qualified to teach a person who has uh, not <laughs> followed through on anything they've been asked to do. In on any creative endeavor. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing she's completed is like an Instagram caption. That's just kind of crazy. (laughs) That's pretty much all she's ever done. So, uh, but you know, she wants to offer this creativity workshop. So it's clear, like you see this sort of unfold on her Instagram stories. Like it goes from an idea into an international tour very quickly. Like (laughs) she's like, maybe I should do this. And then hours later is like, okay, we're going to go like all these cities in the U S we're going to go to Berlin. We're going to go to London. Like all this stuff. I love the going like some, should I do this to come see me in Zurich? (laughs) And like in one second, like so quickly, like incredible, just her mind. Unbelievable. I like, (laughs) I hope you can learn a little bit of that in the workshop. Yeah. I mean, imagine how much you could accomplish with this level of confidence, you know? Yeah, man. I, I, that, that, that is, that is so true. Like just the, the, the the stuff that people can like do when, like when they believe their own bullshit, it's, it's, it's unstoppable. It's, it's insane. It is incredibly powerful to believe your own bullshit. And that's like sort of the debate about somebody like Caroline Calloway or somebody even like, um, Elizabeth Holmes, you know, where, it's like if if the sort of precondition of being like an an entrepreneur in some way under capitalism is that you have to believe your own bullshit and you have to fake it till you make it. To what extent are these people really scammers? They just got caught before they could manifest the yeah the reality of their idea. The, you know, the accountant who was like the um, the the mastermind of the Enron scam. Um, if you talk to him to this day, I, I don't. Uh, he'll still tell you, if the feds hadn't have stepped in, all the money would have materialized and everything would have been okay. Like, and he firmly right. believes that. And like, at the end of the day, it's like I'm over here, like, ah, oh, that guy's full of shit. But I mean, I'm not an accountant. You know, I, I couldn't have thought up half the things he thought up. And it's just like, is he right? Was or you know, it, it's 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 baffling. It's kind of like, you know, like if, if would he have just believed his own bullshit and manifested it into reality? I don't know. It's 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 a, it's a captivating mindset. Yeah, I mean, I like I think that's probably what all scammers say when they get caught, but it does sort of it, it does sort of complicate the idea of what a scam is, you know, yeah. when like our kind of entire economic system is based on people scamming. So like yeah, 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 how do yeah. we how do we reconcile I, that? I think you know how we I listen to a lot of like uh you know true crime podcasts when it comes to like you know mm-hmm. like killers and shit and especially on um on a uh, last podcast on the left, they talk about uh, you have uh, process killers and product killers. Just like the two types of different killers mm-hmm. that you see, and like I, I think scammers can be broken down into two groups like that as well. You have ones that know it's a scam and ones who don't know they're scamming people or don't right. understand. Like like the the Mayor Smith episode. Mayor Smith completely knew what she was doing the entire yes. time, and it seems like. A, a Caroline Calloway doesn't necessarily know, or like you know, the, yeah, the other people. It's questionable. Who, yeah, yeah, yeah or it's questionable. Yeah, there, there's there's doubt, and it's 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 pretty captivating the kind of scams that each of those kind of people will, will end up cranking out as a as a result yeah. of their mindset. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. So Caroline is doing this creativity workshop, and uh, you know, so she she comes up with all these ideas. She goes from this is a good idea to I'm doing it, and we're doing a bunch of them. Very quickly. Um, so 
when she's brainstorming all of this, the first event that she planned, uh, or planned, I use that term very loosely. (laughs) The the first event that she thought of was less than a month away when she dreamed up this idea. So, um, this is very tricky because she puts up event listings on Eventbrite, um, which is a, a, like ticketing service, I've used it. I've used it. I, I, I don't think I'll use it again. If you can, get cash at the door. Cause like, <laughs> cash at the door is much more profitable, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But Eventbrite, it's, they have a refund policy, but their refunds are up to 30 days before the event. So she sets all this up, and it's past the refund window. So anybody who buys a ticket, you can't get refunded. You're, you're locked in. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so... The dates and locations of the tour were set uh, based on polls on Caroline's Instagram, uh, where both options were a variation of yes, which is very funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So, like, she'd be like, should we do it here? And they'd be like, absolutely. And the other one would be like, this is our spot. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Man, that's like, I I wish I'd have known that when I was sending cards, like check yes or no in class. Right. Yeah. Check yes or for sure. You know, (laughs) (laughs) so crazy. So yeah. Um, she, yeah. So she, she sort of crowdsources information on this with a very biased uh, data collection tool of Instagram stories. Uh, and then here are some quotes about what is going to be covered in this uh, workshop. So uh, it says topics to be covered included creativity, how to cultivate it, how to nurture it, and how to express it in a way that is true to who you are inside. Uh, another one is the basics of establishing style, crafting jokes, reading like a writer, and how to balance entertaining your audience with expressing yourself. Oh man, I love crafting jokes, like the things that like we've kind of dedicated our entire life to right. as, as a subset of a footnote within her whole class. <laughs> also, like she she sometimes will describe herself as a comedian, which is oh, insane. Man, how, how did I know that was? I I, I kind of had a feeling that was around the corner somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um. Sh- I don't think she understands like what a joke is like it's very she has never intentionally been funny like she she can barely well the problem is that like joke writing uh joke writing requires a lot of clarity you need to be very good at economically expressing an idea yeah and her writing is so bad that it it is basically unclear a lot of the time which means she can't write jokes because yeah Oh, I'm I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, this is out of this is what I, this is how she popped back into my radar since we talked about her. Mm-hmm. She the, the the topless photo of her on the day her dad died. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll we'll get to that. Oh, okay, sorry. My, I, I just <laughs> flew in my head, but uh, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was a great joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny, honestly. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, uh, yeah, crafting jokes. Um, another one is build a brand on Instagram by using my brand as a case study and explaining how I conceptualized, how I grew it, and why it works. Which again, oh, that is a a grammatically incredibly fraught sentence. Yeah, that I just and also, well, yeah. At what point in this workshop do I learn the ins and outs of having my parents sending me to Cambridge? Like, when is that? Like, right. is that going to be at the beginning, up top, or towards the end? How are we going <laughs> to? When are we going to cover that part? Here's here's the last one, which I think is maybe my favorite. Um, how to begin architecting a life that feels really full and genuine and rich and beautiful for you. <laughs> oh man, hold on. Okay, I architecting is that? 
can that architecting I, a life? Architecting a life. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say architecting isn't a word. I, I, it doesn't seem like a word I've heard before. But that, that either way, though, the yeah, that sentence that you said it just, it just there's that you think the sentence is going to end and then it just keeps on going. With... Also, like, can you just imagine? Asking a 27-year-old woman whose main accomplishment in life is not completing a book deal <laughs> how to architect a life. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What advice is this person going to give you, yeah. you know? Man, I like. I guarantee you, the wherever she has this event at, the person working the concession stand can tell you so much more about life <laughs> yeah. than, than she ever could. Like. Absolutely. Like, so, and this isn't even really into the scam part because people do stuff like this all the time. I mean, there's like bullshit uh, speaking engagements constantly. Oh, yeah. But the scam part comes with all of these sort of uh, accoutrements that she has dreamed up that are going to be part of this. creativity workshop yeah. so um, creativity workshop i'm like yo construction paper scissors glue this shit's about to be tight <laughs> like, yeah. a, no apparently it's way more than that yeah i'm gonna buy some streamers yeah. It's gonna yeah. <laughs> i brought these lisa frank stencils if anybody would like to use them we can pass them around <laughs> <laughs> so the things she wants to include um were uh orchid crowns which is something that she has made sort of a signature that she always wears like flowers in her hair and stuff uh, she's a carefree white woman. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. I was just saying, like, isn't that like that's like the, the the trademark <laughs> of the carefree white woman? Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, she's uh, so they're gonna be orchid crowns. They're gonna be care packages, which we're going to include uh, handwritten notes from her, uh, mini gardens and mason jars, exclusively designed tote bags and crystals. Which again, some classic <sighs> white woman shit. Yeah, just yeah, some yeah. Succulents yeah. in a mason jar, crystals, yeah. beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, in case of emergency, break glass, all of those things are in there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) They'll throw some, like, essential oils in there. You'll have a little aromatherapy kit for uh, emergencies. It'll be great. (laughs) Man, that's, like... um... Yeah, and like the handwritten notes thing. Like I, I'm, I imagine like a lot of people like signed up for this thing, and I could just see someone with her dedication and work ethic tapping out after like ten notes and just being oh, like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, don't worry, we will get yeah. to it." Uh, it yeah, she she dials down these expectations uh quite a bit. Yeah. So um, the other thing that she made a really big deal of, which was very funny, was um she because she posts her coffee every morning and she always gets oat milk in it. So she was like, "Oh, we'll have oat coffee and oat." milk and uh which first of all gross yeah um but second of all apparently that was like her lone sponsor she was sponsored by an oat milk company who provided <laughs> oat milk it's like very silly <laughs> it's, 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 it's thought of her like in a nascar it's like with the oat milk logo on the hood <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, so she also said about the orchid crowns, she was like, I will tell you my secret for making them. It's a secret quote I have kept hidden from the public all these years. Uh. <laughs> so don't, keep that in mind because it has a good payoff later. Okay, so, okay, all right, noted. All right. So we've set, these are all the expectations. Um, she said that the event would be four hours. Uh, the first hour of which Callaway would not be there because, quote, wouldn't it be so great if you left this workshop with a new friend? 
So the idea was that everyone who paid money to come to this was just going to hang out with each other. Yeah. Uh, also, for like twenty five percent of the time that the event would take. Yeah, and also the, the fact that like she's owing so much to her own presence that she's like, look, if I'm in the room, you're not going to be focusing on anyone else. Like obviously, exactly. if, yeah, if I'm there, relationships can't be forged in my presence. <laughs> like <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, which I guess though, people are there for her. I guess I guess they'll be raptured. I don't know. Who knows. Who knows? But uh, yeah, so she also said um, lunch. Uh, she would she would make lunch for everybody. She was gonna make a big salad because uh, she that was she would always post these salads that she would yeah. make on her. Does she understand the logistics of getting of getting salad to a couple hundred people? <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Well, the the event wasn't that big. It was like I think there were uh, max like forty five people for oh, each okay. one. So all right, all right. like. Not, but still, like, not reasonable to provide all of this stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, Like, yeah, if yeah. you're a single person, especially if you're lazy, which she is. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, she she says she's going to make salad. And then at the end of the day would be uh, you get your picture with her and, uh, and a beautiful orchid crown or whatever. Okay. Um, so, this is another quote that she wrote about the... Uh, the uh, proposed workshop before it happened. Uh, maybe it will also be sad and difficult and force you to examine some things inside yourself that you haven't wanted to address and meeting new people makes everyone nervous. But no matter what, you will, all caps, grow. And that is the greatest gift of all. Uh, oh, man. Like, for, oh, man, okay, like, so break down of that. First off, I love that there's just catchphrases that you can just throw into things. Yeah. Uh, like, hey, you're going to grow, which is like this this, this non-tangible thing that I'm somehow going to commodify. And I that, mean, technically, time is passing, and therefore yeah. you will age yeah. during this. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, mark where your fingernails and hair were before this four-hour <laughs> workshop, and let's just see if we didn't make a little progress. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, also just the... Uh, Oh yeah, man, that's crazy growth. Oh, man, I lost. Hold on, I gotta put an edit point because I completely lost my train of thought. Anyways, um, yeah, grow. Okay. That's uh, that's funny. So now I've sort of laid out all of the logistics of this creativity workshop. I would like you to guess how much money she was charging for tickets. Oh, okay, okay. I love this. Um, all right, now just thinking off the base cost of just the materials involved, because you know crystals uh, ain't cheap. My ex liked them, and they, they you know, they can be expensive. Um, <laughs> let's see, flower crowns, salad. I'm gonna say, I want to go as high as 200, but I think I'm gonna say 125. dollars Uh, 165. Wow, man, so, kind of close. <laughs> which, honestly, you're right. Given the materials involved, yeah. like that is not a completely unreasonable price. Like. It it is too much. Like, granted, it is too much. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah, just yeah, based off actually... just material costs, it, it, it's it's not insane. But like, the fact is, it's like maybe I could, maybe I'd like to go to this growth workshop and just not, you know, like maybe not spend money on crystals and shit. Like, you know, like, like if, if if those right. weren't there, how much how much cheaper would it be? You know, right? I mean, like the stuff that she's sort of offering. Like, I could easily see if she was really gonna get like exclusive tote bags, crystals, plants in mason jars, uh, you know, flower crowns, all this stuff, plus lunch. Like that's easily a hundred dollar yeah. value. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And then and then like the 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 value associated with like her presence and seeing her if you're a fan, then there's money. Right. And that I I'm just thinking, I feel sorry for whatever 
poor friends she's going to sap into an afternoon at her house making these tote bags. Because oh, yeah. it seems like she's going to wrangle, uh, I don't know, whatever two homegirls were that kicked into her house the other night on the Instagram. It seems like they're going to ask to come over and it's going to be like, we'll just make an afternoon of it. There'll be wine. I'm like, are you going to pay us? She's like, no, of course I'm not going to pay you. But like, we're going to hang out and we're going to make, you know, crystals and, 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 and make these tote bags, which isn't easy. Yep. Yep, you're you're pretty dead on as what happens. Although it's even worse than you can imagine. So we'll oh, get okay. into it. All right, all right, man. I'm, um, I'm excited. Yeah. So she she prices this at $165, which like a lot of people think is ridiculous, um, and it kind of is given that she did no planning and yeah. was not thinking about costs at all. Because uh, as we see, once she realizes how much all of this, how much work all of this is going to take, and how much stuff is going to cost. She's like, I will never do anything for this cheap again, yeah. which is like and absurd. She, Cause you shouldn't be doing it at all. Cause you have nothing to offer. Yeah, <laughs> but, and, and, and she says that she says, I won't ever do anything for this cheap again. Like, yep. Oh, yeah, she does. She's like, get tickets now, because I next time we do this, it'll be yeah, way guys, because I really fucked up on this. One. Yeah. <laughs> well, so okay, so uh, she starts selling tickets uh, for her nationwide tour. She's gonna do shows in uh, New York, Boston, Denver, San Francisco, L.A., Atlanta, Chicago, Dallas, Austin, Charlotte, and D.C. She starts selling tickets on Eventbrite before she has booked a single venue. So, <laughs> yeah, we've. Pat, we've both produced comedy shows yeah. before. Uh, I, would you say that's the dumbest thing you've ever that, heard? That is that. Yeah, oh, it's up there, man. Because that. Oh, that. That's the. That's the linchpin. That's the whole part. If you don't have the venue, that's the you, whole you, part. you have nothing. Yeah, like that's the first thing you have to secure. And if you don't have like. It doesn't matter what kind of comics you have, how many flower crowns are going to be there, how many nope. gallons of oat milk are going to be cascading over the crowd. Like, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't have a, a, a four walls with seats and a mic, like, you got nothing. You're sunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she, and it's like dozens of, like, it's like a dozen cities that she's yeah. selling tickets to without booking any venues, without doing any research on, like, where these things could happen. Um <laughs> But she, like, she's like is on riding a high, feeling like some kind of like '80s metal band. Like, and we're gonna go to Switzerland, <laughs> and we're gonna go to Helsinki, and just like, <laughs> yeah, oh, man. pretty much. I mean, to me, this seems like I, I'm not a doctor. I don't know this person. Like, this is the behavior of someone who's like a little manic. I think. Yeah, this like, sounds this like a manic not... episode. Yeah. Um. So while she's doing this, and while she's charging all of this money, um, she tried to get photographers and videographers to come document the workshop, uh, without paying them by saying, "Well, you get to attend the workshop for free." So it's a quote, <laughs> a trade of my creative labor as a teacher for your creative labor as a photographer or videographer. Oh uh, man, it, it's like it, is she have like a, a playbook somewhere of every bad thing that has ever been said in like in the creative endeavors like world like yeah it, it's it, these are all like catchphrases you hear from people who are full of shit when you do this kind of thing a lot and it's like yeah she's like she has the playbook of all the greatest hits yeah she really is like it's every sort of red flag of like yeah Don't. yeah yeah You're fucking up. Uh, she also, she also noted that while if this happened, the photographer or videographer would attend the workshop because they'd be documenting it. They would not get the, uh, care package or the flower crown because <laughs> her quote, OMFG, those supplies are all caps expensive. Oh my God damn it. <laughs> and then like, did you see like one, like, I, and then I feel sorry for the person who like buys into that. I, I would imagine like 90% of like professional videographers, photographers would read that and be like, yeah, no thanks. But the people who 
who see some value in it and get duped yeah. by that or buy and that's that's heartbreaking to think about. They're just trying like people who are just trying to get some exposure and get some yeah get, yeah. get their start. Like if there's any aspiring artists out there, exposure you really gotta gauge like how valuable the yeah. exposure being offered is because ninety nine percent of the time it's not at all. Yeah, I mean, there's that, you know, the old adage, like, people die of exposure. Yeah, like, yeah, you, don't, yeah. <laughs> you don't You don't want to be paid in it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for but sure. But it is. It's difficult when you're starting. I mean. Yeah, yeah you don't know. Like, I, I've done bringer shows before. I, I yeah, luckily I've. still, like, we're, we're both, like, very established comedians. And, like, I do shows for free all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? it, it, and I'll do, I'll do shows for free. Like, if it's, I always tell people, if it's in town and I'm not working, I don't give a shit. I, I, I'll go do it. As long as I'm on a stage. I don't care, yeah. but like, yeah, when you when you start taking like travel costs and things like that, but yeah, I still do things for free. But like, the, the thing that makes the difference is is anyone else making money? Yeah, yeah, exactly, and exactly. That's my thing is like, if other people are making money off of my work, then yeah. I don't want to do it. But if it's a free show and no one's making money, yeah, and you know, like maybe the bar is making a little bit, but like none of the comics are 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 being paid then like yeah of course like there's no profit to be had we're all just doing our art yeah. but if there's profit involved y- yeah. for somebody Psh, boy, don't we, be your yeah, art for yeah, free. yeah we better start we better start talking pie charts and who's getting what at that point because like <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so oh, and like this is she does eventually relent uh and says she will pay because people harass her enough to get her to pay yeah um but then when she when she is finally convinced that she should pay them, she declares that decision to pay them as, quote, part of being both a good human and a good businesswoman. Uh, it's like, you were bothered into doing this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Credit Man. now. Yeah, what, a, like, it just, just goes back to, like, what, what feels like her, just her steez in general, is, like, any anything that she does that's, like, Anything she does it gets gets to be like a, a lesson to her, or like a, or, or or an achievement. And it's like, no, you're just doing the bare minimum at this point. You're paying somebody for their services. That you don't get to write a fucking Instagram post about that, right. explaining like how you came to this realization that the photographer needs money. Like that's not. Right. Yeah, you don't get to have that, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like literally just like ba- a, the basic bedrock of. Uh, hiring someone to do something yeah. <laughs> like you don't get to seem give for it. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, it's, it's just. Yeah, man. Every every sentence is just wilder and wilder with this girl. All right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so she through selling tickets to all of these events, um, the total amount of money she collected was about thirty thousand dollars, yeah. which is. About as much money as I make in a year. Yeah, so I, like, cra- I crank some numbers uh, off of off the of forty five. Uh, it's like a forty five seat venue. It's one hundred sixty five bucks a pop. That's like seventy five hundred dollars a show right there. I mean, you know, so it, it's yeah. yeah, yeah. You're not talking. It's not chump change here. Right, uh, especially when she like has not factored in any of the costs. Like she's just the collecting cost of this travel, money, like, the cost of lodging. Because yeah, something tells, she hasn't yeah. paid a she hasn't paid a single like venue deposit or anything yeah. like that. You know. Oh man, and, like because I don't like I can, when I go on the road like. When I go on the road, I can sleep anywhere. I don't give a shit. I can sleep on a, a comedian's couch. I can sleep on a car. I've done it all. But, like, I do Vanilla Presley with Lane. Lane has uh, a much more uh, refined and less janky lifestyle than I have. And we've definitely <laughs> – Lane has definitely paid for his own hotel room when seen when, – when presented with the hotel room we were given. Or when the idea was crashed on a booker's couch, Lane's been like, you can do that. I'm grabbing oh a hotel. <laughs> and, like, something tells me Caroline Calloway is going to be more of a Lane in this situation than a Pat. <laughs> like, and she's not 
yeah, so like her travel costs are going to be astronomical. Yeah, yeah, because there's no way. Let she's alone a- all the event event costs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. that, yeah. There's no way she's crashing on a friend's couch. Or yeah, then you got to talk about you know deposits on the venues, and man. All right, so yeah. yeah. That that reminds me though, like it's funny because I'm I'm the same way. Like I'll I I think I'm a little bit. Uh, I can't do a couch for more than like a few nights. Like yeah. after two nights on a couch, I really need a bed. Yeah. But yeah. uh, but I'm like I'm pretty flexible with with touring and stuff. Like yeah, I don't care. I'll sleep on a floor or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I'm touring with uh the Street Fight Radio guys in a few weeks, and um, they like they're they're anarchists and like they're very they're like further left than I am, and yeah. they're very like you know they're punk dudes pretty much. Yeah. So I I expected I was like yeah you know touring with these like punk dudes like I'll sleep wherever like I don't care, uh we're just gonna have fun and you know do this tour so like if if that means you know I have to sleep in a van or whatever that's fine and they were like oh no no we're in our forties like yeah. we don't <laughs> we don't we get hotels like yeah. we don't do that anymore like. Yeah. No, we get we get the good airline tickets, yeah, and yeah. we we sleep in hotels because our backs are bad, yeah. and we're old, and we have families, and like we don't tour unless we can like have a place. And it's like, yeah, I I look, I would have slept on a floor, but like I'm glad you're old. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, I I when I moved to Connecticut, my mom drove up with me, and like it, I I had done that trip with comedians from here to Connecticut, and done it in 36 hours of driving nonstop, and with my mom, it turned into a three day trip. But every time we stopped, we ate at a nice restaurant and we stayed at a nice hotel because <laughs> my mom was yep. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's sometimes when people, you know, people are up there, man. It's good to travel with them. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so she she collects all this money um, it, it, over a matter of, of weeks. So um, now she's in the process of trying to plan this. So the first thing she did uh, was she ordered 1,200 mason jars for the gift bags, um, <laughs> you know, for all of these 45-person workshops. Yeah. That's how many she needs. And uh, she th- she had them all delivered to her house because she couldn't, like the smart thing to do if you were producing this is you would ship them to the place to where the, the event yeah, is taking yeah, place. Yeah. But she doesn't have venues. So yeah. she just ships them all to her house. And she lives in a studio apartment. Like <laughs> that is a lot of mason jars. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that man, uh I my my homeboy's mom used to uh, work in like liquor distrib- distribution and they would mm-hmm. send all of like these like displays and like all these things for for you know whatever liquor company they were working with that month and they would send them all to her house and they lived yeah. in like a big two-story house and like his living room and his den and whatever were always just slammed full of boxes so i can imagine 1200 freaking mason jars in a studio apartment in new york like yeah you, you can't even move at that point <laughs> so yeah this is when she starts sort of complaining about how much things are going to cost she says uh even though the tour tickets are $165 each, they honestly should have been more expensive because the, because the stuff I got you is really nice. Um, another thing I want to point out here is her phrasing, which she uses a lot, where she says, like, the stuff I got you. Like, yeah, you didn't she, every me time she Every time she posts an Instagram caption, it's like, I wrote this for you. It's very, like... Yeah. creepy uh sort of love bomby like i'm doing this for you yeah I'm which, doing which it for also you. that language resonates with some people you know like yeah like, yeah like it's it, it just you know it's the it's the it's just the, the the psychological you know 
nuance behind it or whatever, you know, like I'm doing right. this for you. But also, if I'm giving you $165, let's be square. You ain't doing shit for me, okay? Like, right. Yeah. I'm doing You're giving me what I paid yeah, for. I'm doing 165 things for you is what's happening here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's exactly like this isn't she's not you're not getting this stuff nice stuff out of the goodness of your heart. You're doing it because you said you were going to and I paid for it. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. come on. Yeah. So, but it is, it's very manipulative and it, it really does work on people even sort of subconsciously. Yeah. Like even if you know she's doing that, it can, it can still work on you. Yeah. So she, uh, she is, has all these mason jars. She's like trying to put all this stuff together. She's realizing she's kind of in over her head. Uh, she starts sort of saying stuff like if you're expecting, you know, uh, like a fancy catered event, you, you I'll refund you because this is not what this is. Like, this is just me doing a fun thing for my followers. Yeah. Which like I kind of understand. But again, is like, but you promised all this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, like yeah, you have yeah. to do it. <laughs> so this brings us to uh, the day of her first workshop, which is in New York City. Um, she starts the day by complaining on her Instagram stories about how hard it is to cook salad for all of the people coming and, uh, <laughs> that, uh, for the, in the future, um, the events would not involve lunch. They would be, uh, uh, you'd have to bring your own lunch. Uh, so this is when she says, she says, if you're coming to this event for the salad and expecting a corporate level of event planning, I will refund you. I'm just one human being learning and trying her best. And if you don't have... Oh, Okay, so this is another really good sentence by her. I'm just one human being learning and trying her best, and if you haven't understood that by now, where have you been? <laughs> oh, so, yeah, so it's your fault. You, you should have... You should have realized this from the get go that I'm just exactly. I'm here. Yeah, I'm not here. I'm not a. I'm not here to make salads. I'm here to grow. Okay, and if if growing <laughs> happens to intersect with making salads, then so be it. But there's gonna be days where those two things don't cross paths, and, <laughs> and today and every day going forward is one of those days. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like so, the the author of this article goes on. Um, a common theme of Callaway's words is how the blame always lies with others, and how ineptitude or outright scamming is simply part of her authentic brand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, it's if you don't, if you don't, if you didn't know what this was, then it's your fault. Yeah. You know. Do you, you want it's me one a, of those? You want me one of those? Not fake... that I promise too much. Yeah. You don't want me to be one of those fake people that follows through with all of their promises, all right? No, that, that's <laughs> that's not authentic. That's not life, buddy. Exactly. Um, she also uses the same excuse of authenticity for her constant spelling errors. Her <laughs> posts are full of typos, yeah. typos and misspellings. And it's like you say you're a writer, oh, but yeah. you don't even proofread or yeah. you don't even like write like grammatically clearly. Yeah. And your, your phone but will let you know like, something's amiss just automatically with a lot of words. You know, like it'll be like, hey, this doesn't, this doesn't look right, buddy. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, she'll also, like, she'll leave, like, autocorrects and stuff. Like, it's just, it's, there's, like, no care put in, and she uses that as, as a, um, you know, demonstration of her authenticity, which is, like, so frustrating. Yeah, man, <laughs> if that's, I didn't know I could have been being authentic all these years. Shit, man, <laughs> here I am, yeah. Oh, it's funny. So here's an account from someone who was there. Uh, so this is the first event she did in her hometown of New York. So presumably one of the easier ones to coordinate because it's where she lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is this is from somebody who attended. Uh, at 
5 a.m. the Friday before, a little over 24 hours after purchasing my ticket, I received an email from Callaway laying out the logistics of the workshop and urging me to ask for tips, advice, and wisdom on anything going on in my life, to which she promised to respond uh, with my care package's aforementioned heartfelt letter. So she's basically asking, like, what do you want to talk to me about? And then I will write you advice. Oh, man, that was uh, such an undertaking. Like, that's, yeah, that's... Yeah, for 45 people, um, yeah. that is so much work. And... Also, like, so the person who wrote this article kind of throws a little shade and is like, I did so as genuinely as possible, curious to hear what advice she, a 27-year-old Instagram influencer without a traditional full-time job, would offer in response to questions I posed about my personal and professional lives. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're like, like, you know, I want to ask the firm I've been working for to get a a raise in pay. What are some good ways (laughs) to approach my boss in a professional manner? And her head just explodes because she's never had that level of response. Responsibility. <laughs> yeah. So she so she's encouraged to write this this uh, you know question to Callaway. Um, however, the author goes on. I never received a response, and the next morning, mere hours before the workshop was scheduled to begin, she wrote on her Instagram story that she decided to forego the letters. Apparently, having only just then realized how long it would take her to respond thoughtfully to forty-five people. <laughs> so not only does she do this, the the author of this doesn't uh, say this, but. Uh, I remember this happening. She was like, well, I don't have time to uh, respond to all of these, but if you write me your question on Instagram, I will respond to your message with a carefully chosen emoji. A carefully Uh, chosen emoji. There's only so many to choose from, and I will find the one. Basically just like a little picture acknowledging that I have read your comment and will not be responding further. Um, (laughs) My mother is sick, and she sends back like the winky face or whatever. Right. Like it's so weird. And then also, to add insult to injury, she never even does the emojis. She never does the emojis, Pat. (laughs) Yo, that's the easiest thing to do. It's easier than typing a word. It's so easy. (laughs) Oh, man. This attendee continues. Next to go were the homemade lunches. That Saturday morning, she shared photos of several pans of eggplant cooking on her stove, commenting about how difficult it was to cook lunch for 45 people in her studio apartment. Again, yeah. something you could have realized before doing that. Yeah, if you would ever like, like I, I'm starting to wonder how many times this this uh, uh, studio apartment kitchen got used in the first fucking place. Like, right. yeah, like, it's like, yeah, that's that's you would realize cooking a meal for one to two people in that could be a little complicated, let alone forty five. Yeah. So uh, she went on to say that although those attending that afternoon's New York seminar would be eating that eggplant, attendees of future dates might have to bring their own lunches. So again, like that—that that whole thing of uh, yeah. and, you know, and it's whatever like, you're expecting, like it's yeah. on you. And it's like all of these things. It, it's like at the 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 very present. Like as soon as adversity presents itself, instead of like driving forward and conquering it, which I think would be uh, integral to growth, she literally just <laughs> says, "No, I, I I can't do that." So the minute that any undertaking becomes less than you know, a breeze, like or the minute, you know, like yeah. the, the minute there's any degree of difficulty added to the fold, she just literally throws in the towel, and that's so insane when your entire brand is is seemingly only about growth because that's just such a vague topic that you could just throw in there. If that's the only thing right. that you're selling, you're literally doing nothing to earn that growth, and you're just like showcasing it as every step of the way, like, oh, this got hard, I'm not doing it. This got hard, I'm not doing it. Right. Like, I mean, I think if your like tendency is to turn 
every fuck up you have into a uh, public sort of uh, meditation on learning a lesson, I would argue that you're not learning any lessons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I feel like that's a pretty good sign. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she, uh, so she, yeah, she cooks these, these lunches, but then is like, this is the last time. So, uh, yeah, the people get to the, um, the seminar or whatever, the first hour she's not there, like she says. Um, then she well, at least comes. She kept, at and... least she kept her promise on that one, you know. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> what if she fucked that up too? Like she just showed up. <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, you weren't supposed to be here for an hour." She's like, "Yeah, I know. I, I'm just I'm bad at everything." <laughs> I just can't stop fucking up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, after that hour, she she didn't really start quote unquote teaching until about forty minutes after she said she was going to start. Um, but uh, she so she gets on the stool at the front of the room and uh, announces her plan to discuss creativity, authenticity, and voice all in the 45 minutes before lunchtime. Uh, in reality, after instructing her quote students to draw in their notebooks, a Venn diagram representing how one's quote best art happens at the intersection of quote things people want to consume and quote things you want to make. So cool Venn diagram, yeah. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she spent the rest of the time retelling stories about her life that she'd already covered extensively on her Instagram page, regularly slipping off into tangents that led her into still other stories about her life. Um, I so, wonder if she's like getting like I would I would love to be able to see what the crowd reaction here was because like I, I mean if somebody likes uh, a figure or, or an entertainer they'll go with them on some weird places on on stage or just follow them or whatever but like I would just like I would just love to see if she was just like completely losing the room or getting like cold ass responses yeah <laughs> from like these hungry women who are making Venn diagrams and just like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I can't even imagine. I mean, I guess there were some people there that found this credible, but it sounds like a lot of people thought they were getting ripped off a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, lunch, I mean, is going to really drive that home because her lunch was, uh, you know, she cooked that eggplant, which is now cold and soggy and oversalted, according to this person. <laughs> um, Apart from the eggplant, there was a small plate of boxed kale and spinach from Whole Foods topped with pine nut hummus and uh, salty eggplant. Uh, the attendee says, I couldn't eat more than a few bites, but others returned to the space's kitchen area to ask for seconds. At one point, oh, Callaway walked around other. the room with an extra tub of hummus and a comically large ladle, offering to plop spoonfuls of crudités hummus on empty plates. <laughs> so, not even any carrot sticks or anything. Yeah. Just, do you want some loose hummus? Yeah. Also, I don't know what the grocery, sh the grocery shopping, like, uh, options are in New York, but I imagine, like, if you're trying to, like, plan a budget... Uh, maybe get can't go to Whole Foods. Yeah, don't go to Whole Foods. Yeah, like maybe, yeah. maybe go go to just a place that isn't renowned for its expense and and get just kale and hummus from somewhere else. I don't know, it's just right. They sell kale and spinach at other places. Yeah, like, yeah. don't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just she's dolloping loose hummus on yeah. people's plates. <laughs> it just feels like fucking just the handfuls into their mouth, like scooping yep. it. <laughs> So ridiculous. Um, yeah, so this this article goes on. After lunch, Calloway returned to retelling her life story for another 30 minutes under the guise of talking about the importance of physical and mental health and turning your hardships into art. Uh, then she declared it was time to take individual photos with each attendee. Calloway had promised in the event listing that she would be teaching attendees her, quote, secret to making flower crowns out of orchids. But when it was my turn to take photos with her and learn the secret, she merely clipped an orchid that had been attached to a butterfly clip and then reused on every single attendee behind my ear and whispered, 
the secret to flower crowns is there is no secret. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Which I think is like the secret to Caroline Callaway. Yeah, that, like that, that, yeah, that is it in a nutshell. What the hell? How did she not get physically assaulted after that? Like, I would just right? Somebody oh, my would... God. Man. I, again, I would pay to see people's reaction yeah. to that shit. If, 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 if it's a hardship that creates good art, which is, I, I think, what she's getting here... I would love that if someone who went to this four-hour workshop just released like an amazing album, and it was just like <laughs> just credited the Caroline yeah, Galley yeah, workshop. Yeah, yeah, It's just like it's like a, like Adele level, like just like great songwriting <laughs> and introspection, and really taps into the pain. It's like, what was the motivation for this? It was the four hours I spent watching Caroline Calloway. <laughs> <laughs> it was so inspiring. To me. Uh, the attendee <gasps> continues, uh, on my way out the door, I received the promised care package, which included an envelope filled with a handful of Etsy sourced floral stickers, a labelless tea light candle, a stick of cleansing Palo Santo wood, a crystal, which I later learned from a friend was just a regular rock, which is <laughs> uh, an empty lidless mason jar, a tiny envelope of wildflower seeds, Another notebook, this one with morning pages emblazoned on the front, and a box of matches customized with the Callaway House logo, uh, Caroline's riff on Cambridge's house system. So, <laughs> you know, so okay, so the, bunch the, of garbage. The, the mason jar was yeah, the mason jar was empty. Yeah, and it had no lid. Okay, so and it had no lid. And she gave him seeds. So hey, grow, grow your own shit. <laughs> yep, yep. And then like, I'm not, I, it's this is about growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Huh? Huh? It's about growth. That's why I gave you seeds. Um, also, a tea light candle. Aren't those like seven cents? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're pieces of garbage. Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. They burn for like 30 seconds. Yeah. They're like half an inch tall. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Man. Wow. The, the balls on this lady, man. <laughs> That's insane. For real. So in the lead up to the scam and everything is kind of when she starts getting like famous yeah. because people hear about all of this, all of these shenanigans and reacted much like you reacted, Pat with yeah. like <laughs> incredulity and amusement because it's so ridiculous. So yeah. So people sort of start paying attention to her at this point. Um, this woman, Kaylee Donaldson, whose article I quoted from a lot in the uh, first episode of this two parter, yeah. she does like a thread kind of, catching everyone up about everything we've been talking about so far about how crazy Caroline is. And it, it kind of goes yeah. viral. Uh, those are unsung heroes of social media. Thank you guys so much. The, 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 yeah. the, the threaders that keep everybody up to date. That's a sincere, <laughs> that's a sincere shout out. It's very important. Um, yeah. So like the New York thing, pretty ridiculous. Um, she, she ends up after all of this happens, she goes viral. Everybody's like, you don't even have venues. What are you doing? This is yeah. crazy. Um, she does end up doing two events. She does the one in New York and then she does one in DC. Um, but kind of while these are happening, she's starting to get more notoriety and her stuff is kind of coming under more scrutiny. Yeah. So, so due to backlash, she decides to cancel everything and refund people. Okay. So she does, she does refund people. Well, well yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing no. is ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, is anyone ever truly refunded? <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. It happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's What's so crazy is that I, I okay. I'm gonna do a little uh, a patented uh, pat prediction here. Um, mm -hmm. I'm gonna say first of all, she didn't cancel the tour because of her own ineptitude. She canceled the tour because of uh, bullying and hostility and negativity towards her. Is, is that like I'm gonna to yes, say that? So, and then. Uh, 
And then, yeah, like the other prediction being that this refund uh, does not go as swimmingly as everyone hopes. And so that's all I'm, 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 I'm cashing in on that. Okay. Yeah. You, uh, you were, de- it's definitely not far from, uh, from what happened. Okay. So the Monday after her DC event, uh, she announced she was refunding people, even people who had attended, uh, which is like, wow, good okay, for yeah, you. That's, like, that's, that's, learning. that's big of you, Ms. Callaway. That shows growth. Exactly. Um, however, she made sure to celebrate the fact that she was doing this um, by saying, I'm so happy I pushed myself to get this done at my first available moment. <laughs> it was a lot of hours of admin when I was very low energy. So she's like, I'm really proud of myself for refunding people for ripping them <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> and, and let's not forget, this happened while I was low energy, okay? so <laughs> Yeah, I mean, granted, I did take almost $200 of your money, but I was very low energy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then, uh, a day after this, she changes her mind again. So... She says what you said. I canceled my tour because I was frightened and feeling worthless. Because if you read enough bad things about yourself on the internet, you will start to believe they're true. Yeah, well, um, you know, sometimes they are. <laughs> also, I would go so far as to say that she is living proof that reading enough bad things about yourself on the internet will not make you believe that those things are true. Because yeah, because she obviously he still acts like yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, 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 you man, she should give workshops on how to be immune from criticism. Really, like that, I think would be some valuable advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that uh, she has a lot of experience in. How to let things in. bounce off your bounce off <laughs> yeah. your delusional skin? Because <laughs> wow. Yeah. So so she basically says. Uh, yeah, so she keeps going, what What else is there left to say but life is a learning experience and I am proud to learn alongside all of you on tour this spring. So, again, it's a learning experience. Yeah. I'm just a girl. I don't know, like, I'm learning with you, with your money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning. No, I'm just a girl in the world, I believe, was, <laughs> that was a song once. Uh, now, so the refund, so she did the refund. Has, has she since, uh, did, did I catch? Okay, here's okay, sorry. the kicker. Like, here's the, the very special part of this. So she says, like, okay, I'm uncanceling it. I'm doing the tour in the spring. Also, she'd asked people who had already attended to PayPal her the refunded money back. Uh, <laughs> so this is, this is her, like, incredibly manipulative email yeah. asking for this money back. It says, uh, by now you have your money back. Maybe you've read what other people think about me and us and the day we spent together. Maybe you haven't. It's up to you at this point to put your hand on your heart and decide what the experience I created and the time we spent together was worth to you. Maybe your full ticket price, maybe less, maybe nothing at all. The PayPal link for that is here. Uh, I hope that the next time people in your life tell you that you have nothing to offer, you remember that the only person who gets to decide your worth is you. Oh, God. Which is so manipulative. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, it's like some people say you have nothing left to offer. I say you have 165 things to offer. Like, <laughs> like, it's, it's like identify with me because people are being mean to me on the Internet. Yeah. No, also, like no one can decide your worth, but I'm letting you decide my worth right now. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. so, so manipulative. Oh, man. Dude, I, I can only like I guess like. um. I I always kind of like think if if she was like like if there was like a religious which I guess there is kind of like a spiritual undertone to whatever, whatever she's doing I, I, there mm-hmm. basically if, if like if this was you if this personality was present in like like a like a, a church or a religious thing this could get like dangerous <laughs> like it seems like yeah. yeah yeah it really could like 
I un- I completely understand why people think this story is like dumb and boring, but to me the thing that's interesting about it is the personality type. Yeah. Is the it, it it's not so much the specifics of the story. The specifics of the story are interesting to me because like I said, I'm a mediocre white woman in media. So <laughs> Like the specifics of the story are very funny to me, but the underlying sort of tactics involved here, I think are like very relatable because everybody's dealt with manipulative people, but to such a crazy degree that like, I find it really fascinating. And and it's also like, there's like, there's, it's almost like there's a little like safety bumpers. Like when you go bowling, when you're a kid, they put the bumpers down. It's like, she (laughs) happens to be in a field where she can't really do much damage. And so it's kind of amusing to watch. But it right. is scary to think if you took those bumpers off and she was, you know, uh, if she was a CEO of a company or if she was uh, in charge of a church right. or in any other, this could be a very, very dangerous, like physically dangerous uh, personality uh, if, if unleashed anywhere else. And it's almost like we were lucky enough that it just got unleashed into Instagram. <laughs> like, so like, exactly, is, exactly. Yeah. And, and I think that's like some people are just like, this is the stakes here are so low. Why is this so interesting? Yeah. And I think it is like, it's interesting interesting in part because the stakes are so silly and so ridiculous. And it is like, okay, so you scammed a bunch of like, probably, probably, people with too much money. Yeah, you somebody know, who, like, could, who, could, who could drop a buck 65. Yeah. to go to a creativity workshop from an Instagram influencer, like, you're asking to be scammed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, but, it, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, you're right. Like, the, the mechanism behind it, if it were on a different scale, would be, like, very, very bad. Yeah. Hey guys, that's going to do it for Caroline Calloway part two, the end of our free Caroline Calloway episodes. If you're interested in hearing the end of this saga, we have our third and final part in this series up on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal. Uh, We have two donation tiers, and if you pledge there, you will get two Patreon-only episodes per month from us. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, Please rate and review on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. That really helps us out. Um, Pat is P-Z-T-X, P-E-E-Z-Y-T-X on Twitter. He posts all of his stand-up and performance dates on there. I am Kath Barbadoro on Twitter, and I have a tour coming up with the Street Fight Radio guys um, through Texas and Oklahoma City in mid-October. So definitely check my Twitter for dates if you live in those states. Thank you so much for listening, and remember, don't get caught.